Well, welcome to Tea Time Spiritual Conversations for, with, and about women. I'm your host, Tawana Henderson, and I want to remind you to take a moment and like this podcast and share it with your friends and other women in your life. Well, I'm excited about today's guest. Our guest for today is freelance writer Melissa Meyer. Uh, Melissa writes copy for entrepreneurs, uh, small businesses, and Christian ministries. Melissa lives in Wisconsin with her husband, her daughter, her son, and her cat, Kirby. And her business, Bets and Ben Creative, is named after her two children. Melissa has an interesting story about how she transitioned from working in the corporate world after 20 years to venture into entrepreneurship. Melissa, welcome to Tea Time. Thank you so much. It's great to be on your podcast. Well, it's good to have you. You know, recently I read an article that stated that women make up 40% of new entrepreneurs in the United States. Tell us how um, your venture into entrepreneurship began. Sure. Well, I uh, worked in the corporate world for about 20 years. Um, I did not get married until later in life. And so I was 37 when I got married, and I did not become a mother until I was 39. Um, and so I worked while I, when my daughter was born, and my husband traveled a lot, so I was doing a lot of solo parenting. And when my son was born, we didn't have a daycare plan for him. So my boss at the time was letting me work from home for my office job. And then when my husband was home, he would I would go into the office. And right before I went on maternity leave, I got a new boss. And I came back from maternity leave, and he said, you can't work from home. Oh <laughs> and that didn't work for our family. So we actually made it work for a few months. Um, and then I left full-time office work and became a stay-at-home mom at the age of 43. And so when I left, I knew that eventually I would want to start my own business mm -hmm. because I have a degree in English. I've always loved writing. It's been a big part of my life. And so um, I planned on being a freelance writer eventually and then uh, just had to kind of wait until I got the green light from God on that. Now, I know you shared with me that you worked in various office jobs for 20 years, how did that experience and those positions um, shape your freelance business? When you work in freelance, just like a lot of other jobs, you tend to work a, a lot of different personality types. <laughs> and so working 20 years in office settings, I worked with a lot of different personality types um, so and people in different stages of their life. And so um, it I really observed people a lot and it gave me a good, um, I guess I would say, perspective on other people's opinions and perspectives. And so I have a, a little, bit of, little bit of an ability to put myself in other people's shoes and see things from their view. And that comes in really handy when you're freelancing. You know, um, you know, that whole entrepreneur space is such a, um, it can be a very hard space, um, particularly if you don't have anybody to kind of walk with you through that. Um, has there been anybody 
who's been an influence on you doing your entrepreneurship journey? Yeah. Well, even though it was, it looks different than my freelance business, my dad was an entrepreneur. Uh, basically, he was very young mm-hmm. and came into an opportunity to take over a business with a business partner. And it was in a small town. It was a farm machinery implement. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would sell and fix farm machinery. And so I watched as I grew up, my dad put in the long hours, the owner, deal with conflict, um, have that kind of that grit mm-hmm. and that tenacity that you need to not give up mm-hmm. when you own a business. Cause you can't give up. You can't what you walk away. It goes away. Yeah. You, you can't just, if you don't like your job, you can't just say, I'm out, I quit. Right. <laughs> you have to really dig in sometimes and stick with it. So mm-hmm. that was a really good example to me for entrepreneurship. Um, and then I've joined some Facebook communities of other women that are entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. some Christian, some non-Christian, and I've had some really good influence through that. Okay. Um with people that I've met kind of had a network come around me because being an entrepreneur and freelancing, you're on your own, you're sitting in an office or whatever Mm -hmm. you're, you don't have a lot of support Mm -hmm. personally face to face. Um, So it can feel kind of lonely sometimes. Yeah. But having that support of other people that get it, what you're going through is huge. Yeah. Now, did you, how did that translate, you know, just over the past year and a half with COVID? I mean, you know, I, I mean, you, you mentioned about kind of it, it sort of being isolated, but, you know, that made it even more so, I think, for, uh, you know, all of us. So did you see a difference with it over the past, you know, you know, almost two years now? Um, the biggest difference I have seen is that there are a lot more freelance people in the freelance space right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know during COVID, they kind of called it the re- the great resignation. Mm-hmm. And there have been a lot of women who had a lot going on with a job and kids at home with school and all, all those things that COVID brought um, that have left the workforce to start their own business. Yeah. So there are a lot of groups that I'm in that the numbers have really grown. And it really is neat to see, especially women, come together, support each other, encourage each other, and say, this is hard, but you can do it Yeah, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I think that's really good. And, and then, of course, faith. You know, our faith plays a part in every aspect of our lives. Um, how, how, how would you say that your faith has played a role in your entrepreneurship? Well, I had to wait to start. You know, Um, waiting is a dirty word. Yes, it is. (laughs) And I've done a lot of it in my life. Uh, But just waiting on God's timing, his Mm -hmm. plan. Um, I was actually kind of ready to jump in both feet as soon as I left my full-time job Mm -hmm. to be like, I'm going to start a business. And my husband was like, okay, let's just get our feet under us with this new normal, this change in our family. And so I did wait and prayed on it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, I, <laughs> kind of tripping over my words here. I just want to glorify God with my business. Yeah. You know, the Bible says in all you do. Um, and so work is a big part of that. Yeah. So there are opportunities that might come mm-hmm. to write for someone that maybe doesn't align with my faith values. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that every single person has to have the same faith me right. as me or be just like me. Mm-hmm. But there are businesses that you just have to kind of put a stake in the ground and say, I am not going to work with that kind of business because it doesn't align with my faith and my values. And I don't think that that's God's plan for my business. Yeah. 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 And I agree. And I think, you know, um, too often we are either too timid to kind of draw that sand, that line in the sand, or, you know, we, you know, want people to, you know, like us or whatever, but I think we do have to be very clear about, you know, what we, um, you know, what we stand for, what we will allow and what, um, you know, what will glorify the Lord. Um, I know there's got to be challenges uh, being an entrepreneur. Can you share some of that? Just talk about some of the challenges. I mean, I know you mentioned, you know, it could be, you know, kind of a sense of isolation, but, um, but, you know, a lot of women are trying to, you know, um, go this route and, and, you know, are just finding it very difficult. What are some of the challenges that you've experienced? Making decisions in my business. Um, I have to take a lot of things to prayer, um, to the Lord in prayer, because it's just on you and you get to run your business the way you want to run your business. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times there's a lot of self-doubt of, is this the right thing for me to do in my business? Is this where I want my business to go? Um, how do I get more business? You know, there's a lot of self-reflection mm-hmm. <laughs> that goes on. Yeah. Um, and so there can be a lot of self-doubt or imposter syndrome. Mm. that you kind of can struggle with and be like, why would anybody pay me to do this? What Mm -hmm. makes me qualified? Um, And so to find your identity in Christ and not the work that you can do or the results you get is a big part of, have been, has been a big part of my journey. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would suspect that you would definitely have to lean on the Lord to, to just kind of stay focused and and not to get kind of, you know, pulled in all these different directions and stuff and, and just really trusting him in, in that space, um, is crucial. Um, you know, because there can just be that, like you said, the waiting and just, you know, making decisions, um, can be tough because it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't put it yes. on anybody else. Right. Um, you know, many, many women would agree, including myself that, um, just trying to maintain balance is something that seems to be um, something that we're constantly striving for. How have you been able to balance uh, growing a business with other areas of your life, like parenting and marriage and, you know, volunteering and church ministry and just life in general? Um, how, how are you handling that? We want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes maybe not super great. <laughs> 
but you just, I have to set boundaries Mm -hmm. and say, this is the priority right now. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm focusing on. And this is what I'm spending my time on. Mm -hmm. I will not work at these certain hours because, you know, my kids are home. They're done with school for the day. Mm -hmm. This is their time. Um, So a lot of boundaries. And that comes from evaluating how am I spending my time? Am I doing things that waste time that don't get me closer to my goal of being a good mom, Mm -hmm. being a good marriage partner, being a good um, person in our, you know, part of our church, Mm -hmm. doing my part. Am I doing things that don't have any value? And so I do a time audit every once in a while where I write down every 15 to 30 minutes how did I spend that 15-minute block, that 30-minute block? What did I do? And then do that for a week. Wow. Go back and look and say, oh, I spent five hours total this week playing this game online on my iPad or whatever mm-hmm. or my phone. Or, wow, I watch a lot of TV at night. Or, wow, I should get up earlier in the morning because if I'm behind by the time the kids get up, it takes me half the day to catch up right. to what I wanted to get done. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then also just time blocking and saying, this is, you know, these two hours on Monday morning, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. These two hours on Tuesday afternoon, this is what I do with some flexibility because you can't be super rigid and say, this is what I'm, I have every minute planned out because if anything happens, where your husband calls and says, hey, can you grab our insurance policy? I need to check on something. And it throws off your day, you know, or, you know, unexpected things come up every day in everybody's life. Yeah. So I love the idea of a time audit. I mean, I, I, that that is really good because, you know, I think all of us would probably, you know, just be amazed at, you know, where we're spending our time and, you know, even when we say we don't have time and we realize we do have time, we just haven't maybe used it as effectively as we could have, you know, um, at different times of the day. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that could be kind of convicting, though. <laughs> yes. And I'm not saying that if you take an hour to read the newest novel you want to read or whatever, that mm-hmm. that's a waste of time. We, you know, need to take care of ourselves, have downtimes. You can't go be go, go, go all the time. Absolutely. But really take a hard, honest look at where you're spending your time Mm -hmm. and where could you improve it to maybe reach the goals you want, whether that's in your family life or your work life. Mm -hmm. So tell us what exactly you do with Bets and Being Creative. Sure. I do um, different types of writing for different types of businesses. Mm -hmm. So like this month, I did some website copy for a window treatment business. I did a press release for a physical therapy practice. Um, So I do different kinds of writing that businesses need, but maybe don't have time for it's on the to-do list, but it's always at the bottom because they don't like to do it um, or they don't know how to do it. And so I do website copy, case studies, blog posts, social media posts, um, podcast notes, things like that for different 
businesses, usually women-owned business businesses, but not always. Um, and then also I work with some ministries doing some editing, podcast notes, stuff, things like that. And I love it. <laughs> I love words. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, and a lot of people don't. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why they need someone like you, um, because it can be hard. I mean, I think, uh, you know, just translating stuff into writing can be very difficult if you're not really gifted in that area. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's good to have somebody who's not in your industry writing for you, yeah. because if you're a whatever, physical therapist, mm-hmm. chiropractor, whatever, you use that jargon, which to the person that might be coming in your office doesn't know what that means. Right. So you need someone from an outside perspective to kind of relay that information in a way that people can understand. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I know there are women who are listening who are um, contemplating starting a business or who are um, even working on growing their own business, what what encouraging words do you have for them? Hmm. I would say find some people who are like-minded like you and join up with them if you can. Get a support system in place. I would also say go to people who know you and love you and say, what are my strengths? What am I really good at? What do you think I could do as a business that would really feed into the talents and gifts that God has given me? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's not apparent to everybody. They might not have something that they've loved since they were eight years old, like writing and reading. Right. Um, but I would say get an honest assessment from someone and say, do you, do you think I would be good at this? Or what do you think I would be good at? Mm-hmm. Good at? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you will never know what you can do until you try. So if you can take the little leap of faith, ask God, what do you have for me? Wait for his timing. Man, if you just have the desire and the passion and the green light from God, there'll be no stopping you. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the key, having the green light from him. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And not the green light from us. (laughs) Right. So I know your um, your, uh, website, Bets and Ben Creative, B-E-T-S-A-N-D-B-E-N creative.com, says that you like to work with three types of people, the go-getter, the creatives, and the women of faith. Uh, Talk to us about those three types. Well, you know, the go-getters, they just get things done. And that describes a lot of women I know. (laughs) Uh, When they are juggling motherhood or um, have juggled motherhood, and maybe they're empty nesters now, and they're looking for something new and different. Mm -hmm. I love those kind of women. Um, And then just the creative kind of people that think, okay, I've got this idea. I just don't know how to get that into words. How do I convey that to other people? I can help you with that. And then the women of faith, I just love women of faith. Um, I have been surrounded by women of faith my Mm -hmm. whole life. Uh, I'm involved in a Bible study at my church that I just love. I volunteered with different women who just 
love Jesus Mm -hmm. and want to help other people know how to love Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, as we close, um, this has been really good. Um, and I hope that I'm, I'm sure it has really inspired some women. Um, I'd like to ask you to pray for our listeners who may be trying to clearly hear the Lord's voice about entrepreneurship and, and even those who are maybe even some, somewhat fearful about making that leap. Um, sure. Can you do that? Yes, I would love to do that. Thank you. Father, I just pray right now for the women listening who maybe you have planted a little seed in them of thinking about starting a business, doing something a little scary. Father, I pray for these women that they would just wait for your voice, your prompting to say, this is what I have planned for you and I want you to go for it. Mm -hmm. Give these women courage, strength, tenacity, and a tender heart to hear what you have to say to them and what you want them to do. No matter what stage of life they're in, I pray that they are just seeking you asking for your wisdom, asking for your plan for them, and that you will be faithful to answer those prayers. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Melissa, it has been so great having you on Tea Time today. Thank you. And I wish Bets and uh, Ben a, uh, all, the, all the success. Uh, and to all of our listeners, I'm Tawana Henderson. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next time. Be blessed of the Lord. 